How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially uh, I actually want to talk about one of the points in yesterday's podcast that uh, if you didn't have a chance to listen to it, I essentially was talking about how there was a lot of different things that came up on the news uh, yesterday and or not yesterday, but relatively close to yesterday's date. And so uh, I talked about uh, something super interesting. I would definitely tune into yesterday's podcast if you haven't already. But for today's, one of the things I did want to talk about yesterday, but I didn't have a chance to, was this um, antitrust uh, litigation that's occurred uh, for Facebook, actually. And if you're not familiar uh, with Facebook, then you're not from this world. You have... uh, I have no idea how you're listening to this. If you're from the future listening to this podcast, essentially Facebook is a platform where people in this time period utilize this tool to communicate with one another in such ways that are irrelevant to how they live their day-to-day lives. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, I have no idea actually how to explain uh, Facebook. Uh, it's a place where you just post photos of yourself and you uh, make up an image of how you want the world to perceive you and that's about like 98% of it and then there are like 1% of people that are like government sponsored terrorists that are trying to manipulate people's perspectives and then the other 1% are actually legitimate people that actually put up their day-to-day lives and just use it as a means to communicate with their family and friends um, but anyways, Facebook's a huge business and their CEO and uh, one of founders, Mark Zuckerberg actually has a direct influence on a lot of people's lives. I think the metric was that Facebook has three and a half billion users, active users, which is essentially an almost half of the world's population uses Facebook. So it's a large degree of power that, and influence that this platform has. And um, on that, he also not only owns Facebook, but the business itself, or he doesn't own it. Sorry, the shareholders own it, but it's like he can never get kicked out by the company because the way a lot of these tech businesses, when they went public, they had special provisions put into place where they make it near impossible to uh, boot out the CEO or the founder of the business. And so Mark Zuckerberg technically is the de facto leader and owner of Facebook. Um, But not only does he uh, or does the business own itself, but it also owns a lot of popular platforms, Instagram being the most popular of all of them. But another popular platform, and for Instagram, I think they only paid a billion dollars. To put it in perspective, the other company that some people that are listening to this, if you're living in the United States, aren't familiar with, it's WhatsApp. And if you're everyone else around the world, literally everyone outside of America or any American that has family outside of America knows that WhatsApp is the most popular text messaging app out there because in every other country except for the U.S. and Canada maybe – Essentially, data cost is super cheap, but text messaging, for whatever reason, and minutes, like calling, is actually very expensive. It's like the opposite. It's weird. Like here in the States, 
Well, it, it it's irrelevant now. Everything's unlimited now. But back in the day, uh, calling and texting wasn't that expensive in comparison to like buying a, a data plan. And so, um, it, it was very. It is like I said, it was the opposite in other countries. And considering that WhatsApp uses data to message people and to also make calls, it became like the most popular tool for communication. And I wonder if that was done on purpose, to be honest, to to have the level of influence that it has. So Facebook not only owns um, the most popular social media uh, company or companies, Instagram and Facebook, but they also own the most popular messaging app in the world, WhatsApp. And they also own the number one uh, VR company in the world called Oculus. If you're not familiar with Oculus, Essentially, anyone that uses virtual reality is more than likely going to be using an Oculus Rift or a Quest or some one of those platforms because the other companies really either they're very niche, they're uh, they don't come out with new product all the time, or they're just very expensive. And so, Oculus has a, a platform for every consumer base from people that are on super budget but want to do virtual reality to people that want to spend a ton of money and get a really good VR experience. And so Facebook has its hands in in everything. And about a few months ago, Google had been served just the same thing of antitrust uh, litigation from multiple different states. Actually, every state. I think Facebook's case, literally 48 states, plus some U.S. territories and other countries have gone ahead and... um, litigated against Facebook claiming and if you don't if you're not familiar with antitrust law essentially they're claiming that Facebook's a monopoly and their uh business practices create a hindrance for competition to enter the market essentially they they own a dominance over a market and any competitor that tries to enter it Facebook quashes and back in the day most of the time the way businesses were quashed was your comp- like if a competitor try to enter your market, you would either attempt to aggressively buy them out or undercut the value of their business so much because you had so much more money and leverage than they did that you would essentially sell your services for absolutely nothing, acquire all the customer base, destroying all competition, and then essentially being the only person that could offer a service, putting you in control of prices for any good or service that you had a monopoly on. And so you could see how uh, antitrust laws or, or anti-monopoly laws were created in a way to protect consumers from businesses that do these kind of things. And it's a little bit different with Facebook. Essentially, what they're claiming is that Facebook has such a huge dominance in these different markets that it is near impossible for other companies to compete. And when they choose to compete with Facebook, Facebook just goes ahead and rolls out their own form of the same service or technology that the company, their competitor is rolling out. A perfect example would be, for instance, uh, Snapchat becoming uh, very popular in short-term videos like five, six years ago. And Facebook recognizing the threat to their social media platform, to Instagram and to potentially Facebook. And so they rolled out something very similar to what Snapchat has with its snaps and to Instagram stories. 
and essentially it was the same exact thing, but because there was more users on Instagram and it was more convenient for people to use Instagram than using two different apps, it started to dwindle away the user base on Snapchat and cause more people to become more engaged with Instagram, considering that if you're using a social media app, you're wanting to go into an area where there's more socialness, I guess is the word I'm, I would be using, like more people than being a part of a social media group where there's not that many users that use it. And so it really uh, influenced Snapchat in such a way. And then when Facebook recognized a competition possibly through WhatsApp and its messaging service, um, because Facebook owns Messenger and a lot like it was assumed that more and more people would use Facebook Messenger to make calls and text messages in foreign countries, but that wasn't the case. More and more people were using WhatsApp. So it was very easy for Facebook to just say, well, we try to compete by offering the same service, but that didn't do anything. So let's go ahead and just acquire this business and just own all of communication essentially around the world. And so they did that. And so... What are my thoughts on this? I honestly think that it's 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 hard to to describe the value that that could potentially bring to people because on one end, people Facebook has done a phenomenal job of in, in the most recent time period because they knew this was going to happen. They've made it so. Uh, that all their services are essentially intertwined with one another. And so um, the most recent event was Oculus, the VR headsets. Before, you could just buy a VR headset and just make a, a Oculus account and then just start playing your virtual reality games. Now, uh, or uh, recently, Facebook made it as a forced update that now if you want to use an Oculus product, you had to log in via a Facebook account. You can no longer use like an Oculus account or just bypass making an account entirely and just play games directly from your computer, for instance. Now you have to have a Facebook account to use an Oculus headset. And so what Facebook has done is it's intertwined its its uh, different businesses amongst one another, making it very difficult for the government to essentially separate it because now Facebook could just make can make the argument by saying that if you were to break up this business into all of its individual components again, it would cost an exorbitant amount of money and resources to undo everything that we've done to intertwine Facebook with Instagram, Instagram with WhatsApp, WhatsApp with or and like Facebook with Oculus and everything of that nature. And so for all those people that were upset about this this new update, that's the reason why. Uh, because Facebook is really trying to protect itself against these laws. And so on one end, I could see how super convenient it's become to just have one Facebook account. And, uh, and that allows you to log into a lot of different apps, to a lot of different websites. There's a partnership now with like websites and apps where you don't even need to make an account or a password. You could just log in through Facebook. And then what happens is that this company now will reach out to Facebook, ask, is this an, a user of yours? And is this their name? And then if Facebook servers claim that it is, they're not gonna, Facebook's not going to release any information to that business, but they'll confirm that that's you. Then um, 
you'll tell that you'll tell Facebook what that business like what information they they're pervy to about you, and then after that, you know, if that's enough information for that company to make an account for you, they'll go ahead and make an account with just your Facebook login. And so Facebook is it's it's super convenient, and I can see why people would be frustrated by something like this. But at the same token. That's all we know is Facebook and, and the way it does its business dealings. And it's really hard to determine other social media apps and how good they could become. TikTok is like one of those recent ones where everyone's getting on. But uh, I'm just like everyone else is hesitant or not everyone else, but people that are cautious about it. Just the level of influence that the Chinese government, because it is a Chinese owned business. Um. And there's something wrong with a Chinese individual owning a business. That's not the point. The, the issue is that it's a business with origination in China. And China, unfortunately, is not a democratic country like the United States. And so um, the, the Chinese government essentially has, because it's a communist country, can have whatever influence it wants on a business. It can... It can force its way into any business operations potentially on in theory. And so with TikTok having all this information about people that can give a lot of information to the Chinese government to then directly influence uh, people on other social media platforms outside of TikTok or within TikTok itself. And so I'm not for that, but there are other social media apps that are trying to take off and it's very been very difficult for them. And then I know that there are some people, including myself, who've come up with ideas that could be a better influence than Facebook is because Facebook is a pretty toxic environment. Oh, and Twitter's a thing as well, but Twitter is also being considered for antitrust litigation. So the top, I think it's like five companies. It's Amazon. Apple, Facebook, Google, and Twitter are like the five companies right now, like the top five tech companies that the government is looking at to slap with antitrust laws. And right now, only Google and Facebook have been hit with these laws. And it looks like Amazon is going to be getting that very soon. Uh, Apple is kind of iffy. They uh, they have a lot of defenses against um against the argument of antitrust but because they can claim that google has a larger platform than they do but in theory apple still has a monopolistic perspective on everything it does you either use its ecosystem or you don't it's not one or the other and all their products now are all within apple but anyways it's an interesting time period because a lot of these businesses have figured out um well, a way around being considered a monopoly is essentially offering services for free and um, becoming very convenient for the user. And so the idea is that if enough people want this and demand this, that it will stop the government really from from getting involved and passing le- legislation that will force these companies to break apart. And it's been working. It's been working for a long time. Honestly, if you look at these tech companies, they've gotten so big, it's ridiculous. And 
we're, we're all, including myself, have been sucked into the idea of just how convenient they are because of how free the platforms are. But the, the thing about being free is that it's not necessarily free. Your information is taken by these companies if they're offering a free service. Your information is being collected and then being sold to advertisers or or people that are willing to pay uh, X amount of money about an X demographic of people. And since, since these platforms know exactly what you want and what websites you visit and everything of that nature, it's that information is very valuable to a company. So other companies will pay a lot of money to Facebook or Google to get just a, a, a bit of information from their user base because they know how much data they're collecting. And that's the scary thing, right? Because a bad actor can create what looks like a ethical business gather some information from Facebook and essentially use that information to then do malpractice and um, use that information to do bad things to people. A perfect example of that would be Cambridge Analytica uh, a few years back, essentially, this is is such a crazy operation. Essentially, they were able to go into... Like you would back in the day, you had to agree for your information to be shared with an app. But once you agreed to that, that app kind of had control over doing a lot of different things that you probably didn't agree to necessarily. And so Cambridge Analytica had this feature where they asked questions to people to they use they claimed that they used this information to uh, create profiles that that they can then offer to businesses to help better target people with better ads. And so the idea was like, if you wanted to volunteer for it, you could, but the, you as a user thought that Cambridge Analytica was only doing this to you. But what you didn't realize was that they, at the time they had a lot of influence and connection within Facebook systems to then be able to go into your friend list and then see relevant information from your friends as well. And then, gather a ton of data points on every single person, things that they like, things that they, the place they've been to, hobbies, work, relationship status, sex, religion, uh, you name it. Every data point that was available, as long as your profile was public, Cambridge Analytica was able to just data mine all this information. And they data mined all this information because they wanted to offer it to politicians to help with their campaigns. And so it's it's unbelievable to see just the level of power that these that this company was able to get just from having a bit of access to Facebook's hum like humongous database of information. And so uh because of that, I used to think that privacy just didn't matter. Like and I still don't. I still think that one of the best things to fix uh, the world's issues would be if everyone could have the ability to to be telepathic and so that you could be able to just read people's minds and understand like the, their skeletons in their closet. And I, I feel like if everyone had a telepathic power, then there would be no more judging, no more having to be fake because everyone could tell who you were truly were because they would just be able to read your mind. And so I think on that level of of 
privacy or lack of privacy, I think I would be for that. And I think that would be very beneficial to society. It would minimize crime. It would, it would just do a lot if we were all able to just kind of read each other's thoughts. But on the other end, when you don't have that level of spectrum of, of access to people's privacy and people are able to give whatever information that they want out there and these companies are able to data mine this information, that's a little bit different because uh, now a company that has a ton of resources, wealth, and and computational ability to gather all this information, they could, in theory, sway your perspective on a lot of different things. And it's been proven that that happens. And so, yeah, do I think that these businesses need to be better regulated? I do. I think they should be treated like utility companies. Um, and I think utility companies should be treated differently as well in the sense that they are in themselves monopolies that need to end. But uh, I I do think that there needs to be a higher degree of regulation for them and breaking up these businesses as the, as much as I would hate the lack of convenience that I get from, let's say, Google, because I, I do use Google for everything. I don't really use Facebook that much anymore. It, it would suck, but I could definitely see the reasons why they would do that and why it's good for the people, ultimately, why this would happen, why, like, why this would need to be done, but... I just wanted to share my two cents on that. A lot of people just didn't understand why that happened. And so I was trying to bring a little bit of clarity to it. Hopefully I did. If I didn't, you know, I'll definitely do a follow-up based off of what you guys think. But either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I'll catch you guys mañana. Peace.